I need to move forward and then everything's gonna be fine and I have to keep pushing. So 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 that's 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 when I I, I decided to leave the firm, even though I was making a really good money. Uh, I think the values of the firm changed a little bit, or, or I changed in my, in my perspective of life. I was like, okay, so I'm not I'm not supposed to be here to work in seven days a week, even though I was making great money. Uh, so it got to be a different way. So that's when I decided to start buying properties, just just uh, uh, making enough income to to cover my whatever I was my W two, and that's where I decided to to do what I'm doing right now. Just try to impact my community and try to bless other people this can't be it there has to be more wait am i crazy no if you're yearning for more and working hard to make your dreams a reality then you're in the right place welcome to dream catchers it's the only show committed to helping you self-actualize and then transcend leaving you with the legacy you've always desired Listen in on conversations with successful philanthropists, entrepreneurs, and founders every week as we connect with them for inspiration, education, and direction. Your host, Jerome Myers, is here to help you exit the matrix and transform into a leader of your own revolution. The question is, do you believe your dreams should be real? Carlos Amaya, welcome to the Dreamcatchers podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. It's, a, it's, a, it's an honor to be here. I'm grateful for the opportunity and the fact that you're not making me do this podcast in Spanish because you have one that's completely in Spanish, right? Well, that's a promise. The, the next one is going to be in Spanish. So I come here to your podcast and then you come to mine. <laughs> Today is 300 days of me doing Spanish on Duolingo consecutively. Okay, so you have the theory now. Now, now, now you need to practice application. Application. I need a partner. You, so you need, you need to like like Tony Robbins says, you need to take a massive action. So I can help you with that. Yeah, I believe in baby steps, but <laughs> <laughs> here we go, man. So we do things a little unconventional here at Dreamcatchers. We don't wait till the end. I'm sure the listeners are going to love what you have to say. So what's the best way for them to reach out to you after they hear your story? Sure. Uh, they can uh, search my my podcast. It's called Hablemos the Real Estate, uh, or my name, which is Carlos Amaya, A M A Y A, and then uh, you find a beautiful girl girl next to me. That's my wife, and then the ugly guy to the right with the beard and the beast. So oh man, so you, you got a little accent there. Tell yes. me, are you born in America? Or no, no, no. I, I, I was born in Colombia. Uh, I came to the States chasing my girlfriend at that time. Now she's my wife in 1999. And um, I never liked, liked the language uh, before I came here. So I started learning just watching like movies and TV and stuff like that. And I'm still learning. So yeah, I'm Colombian. Colombian. So what brought, what brought your wife to America? Well, my, my father-in-law uh, has, is a musician, has a band, and he was based in L.A., he has a salsa band. I mean, he's gone. He's been going around the world. He played in the garden, all the different arenas. And then he was based in uh, in L.A. Uh, my ma- my my mother-in-law got divorced because she remarried, and at that time it was like a transition time for her. So my father-in-law said, told my my wife, my girlfriend at that time, just come and stay with me, study some English, and then you go back to school to to college. But then she decided to want to wanted to stay here because uh, the uncertainty to go back home. So not not knowing what her mom plans want to be. Wow. And you're madly in love. You you figure out you're going to be here. You're not leaving me behind. And you guys get married. And it was happily ever after. You had all the money in the world. And that's it, right? We can end the show? Yeah, it's fine. Thank you for hearing us. <laughs> 
Now, so we got married, um, and then right after we got married, my father-in-law went back to Colombia. Uh, so he, he, he changed his base from, from L.A. to Medellin. Uh, so at that time, we didn't know nobody in L.A. Beautiful city. I love the weather. Uh, but um, my family, I have a couple of uncles that live in New York. So I called them up and said, listen, uh, we, kinda, we feel kind of lost right here. So uh, we're, not, we're running out of money. So we moved to New York. Uh, and then we just get the, the, the they the um, lend us some money just to, to pay rent for the, few, the, few, the first couple of months. And then we start like, just making a living, you know, just surviving. Okay. And... But something happened, right? Because you got into the multifamily business. <laughs> a lot of things happened, yes. Help me. Break it down for us. Sure. So when when we came here, uh, one of my uncle's friends told me, you know what, if you want to start working here, uh, I was work, I was, uh, I was going to uh, college to become a computer engineer in Colombia. So he said, nobody's going to give you a job in, in that field because you don't have the language, you don't have the experience, so you have to make something. You, you, you either can go to a factory and make minimum minimal wage, or you could do re- restaurant business uh, and earn and earn uh, tips. So I started working in an Italian restaurant in Greenwich, Connecticut, which is a wealthy area, and I, and I did that until 2004. And then, oh no, 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 until 2006. But 2004, my my my, my wife read uh, a book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, when, when she was expecting her first baby, and then she forced me, and I said all the time, she forced me to get the real estate license. She she signed up to get the, uh, the what's just a community college to to get the license, and I didn't want to do it. I was in a comfort zone. I was making good money at the restaurant, um, and I was working nights, um, and I, I, I was I was so tired to, to go back to school to learn about real estate. So she kind of forced me, and then I, I started doing a part-time uh, real estate, full-time restaurant, and little by little I just left left the restaurant business and I started doing real estate full-time. Whoa. Yeah, and then and then the market crashed. <laughs> No way. So you walk out of the restaurant, yeah. start doing transactions as a realtor. Yes, representing clients, yes. Making more money than you ever made. Yes. More free time than you ever had. Yes. Get to see the baby, get to see the wife at night instead of being yeah. out. At yeah, well, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a great point. Uh, when you work in a restaurant business, uh, Christmas, New Year's, um, all the holidays, you're, you're not there. So, and, and, or, or when, when they have like, a, like family trips. So it wasn't like we were not together. I was just working. So that I wasn't there. So they, we have a bunch of pictures that uh, they were like different places. I'm not there because I was, work, I was working in those special occasions because that's what the restaurant business are for. So, yes. So the market crashes. What do you do? Okay, so we put a, or like just you hear that the phrase that don't put all the eggs in one basket. We didn't do that. I mean, we we put all both of us uh, at that time. My wife, uh, my our old daughter was uh, my first daughter was getting older, so we got a babysitter. She started doing sales with me. Uh, I, I I saw the need for uh, the, the Hispanic uh, mortgage professional because I was doing like a translation all the time, just documents and everything. So I became a mortgage broker. Uh, and then my wife was doing the sales, so we were like a, like a, like a, like a great team. So I pre-qualified them and make sure that they have enough qualification to buy a house, and I guide them through the process, and then she find them the house. Uh, and then we're doing it, we were doing great. I think that was, I was her pick in, in terms of that career. And then at that time, the market crashed in 2008, 2009, and uh, it was a hard time for us. And then we had to reinvent ourselves. And at that time. Uh, I was I was part of an organization, the real estate professionals uh, called NAREP in Spanish, and then and I met an attorney that was moving from LA 
to New York and he wanted to, he, he was starting his law firm and I started working with him as a like consultant basis and then I became an employee for 10 years. Wow. Wow. So, you know, we're at the Go Abundance conference and there's a lot of people with real estate backgrounds, but one of the things I heard at dinner last night was being in the right network changes everything for you because you got somebody you can call in the place where you might not know what to do or if you just go with your own knowledge, your own understanding, you'll end up in a short spot. And it seems like you've been able to weather some pretty tough situations and make some adjustments because you had the right people. The first person you said was your wife. Yeah, definitely. Now this attorney shows up, it kind of takes you on the journey to the next spot. And so, come on, take us from there. The attorney shows up. and You know what? That, that's a great way. Uh, and, and I just realized, I mean, you, you presented perfectly. That, that, that was My wife has is been and still are. And it's a great, uh, I don't know if you, you've read the book, The, the Rocket Fuel. Uh, she's the visioner. I'm the integrator. Uh, and she still is right now. And uh, but you, you have the, you, you, I don't know if you you watch the the Broadway show Hamilton. You have to be in the room when it happens. So that's that's key. So when when I started working in the law firm, uh, I started getting so much knowledge in terms of the of the, the industry from the from the bank side, from the for the legal side, and the opportunities. So I, that, that, that's that's why we figured out what kind of properties we're gonna buy uh, and how we can buy them. And and it was a great it's a great way for us to to be able to do what we do now because we got the whole knowledge and then we were in the room when it happens. Wow, 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 wow. So it looks like for somebody who was tired and didn't want to go to school, you got a bunch of education, man. Yeah, you know what, you know what? Uh, I, I didn't want to, I guess it was a mindset uh, because I mean, English is not my first language, language obviously, and I didn't want to just start studying. But then when I start, uh, and it's different kind of school. It's not like a going to like a like a like college and everything. So now that the self education, like listen to other books, come to conference, just have mentors, uh, in, uh, enroll in programs like that that are applicable. So that that becomes a passion. I want to learn more about things that I can do, and instead of just learning things that I just that are boring that you never would use. Well, and it's for application, right? And yeah. you see opportunity to actually earn on the backside of it, right? Yes. I think a lot of people. Just go learn things for the sake of learning them, yeah. And they don't actually apply them to monetize them or actually make the world a better place. And so, you want you you said you're an implementer. You you want that practical. You don't want the theory. No. You you want you want to go out and make something happen. You want to operate, right? Yeah, I want to see the end result. Uh, I want to see how things come come to fruition. And then, um, yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, and I and I think that. In this country, in this uh, age, uh, it's a great opportunity for doing that because things are moving so fast in terms of like the technology and access to information before. And I think that pa the pandemic shows us um, to all of that. Before, like people, like, would, we need to go to a conference, we need to uh, be in an impersonal events. And now, I mean, you, ha you have access to so much information, knowledge, and, uh, and tools um, online. So that, yes, it's, it's, it is an amazing time to be, to be alive. Okay, and so we're at the law firm. You do that for a while. Yes. Is that it? We ride off into the sunset. Work no. there for forty years and retire. No. So I was uh, so I went to a dip when, when the market crashed. So that we start building the law firm. Uh, we have like four employees when I got it, uh, and then when I left was like one hundred and twenty. Uh, we have like ten different locations. I get into the radio. I was doing radio shows every week and Saturday and Sunday to promote the law firm. So I became 
familiar and enjoying to be in, the, in front of the microphone. Uh, and, and that was a passion. That's what I have a podcast now. But uh, everything was going well. Um, and then uh, in 2011, I started having a lot of like, he- like, like headaches. And then I get I get tests uh, an MRI and, I, and and they find out I have a malformation, something called AVM. A lot of veins that were not supposed to be doing in my in my, in my head or they, they were sending the blood blood in a different direction. Arteries too. So when you hear someone that, that having a stroke, that that's what it is. You know the, the veins they pop and that's that's why they have a stroke. Um, but in 2012, I was diagnosed with cancer, a Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, so I did the 12 cycles of chemotherapy. Uh, after my second uh, treatment, I have a seizure. So things were really hard in, t- in terms of my health and my daughters, were, they were little. So it was a uh, really ter- terrified time with my wife and uh, I would cry a lot. I used to be, uh, I used to like commute for an hour uh, to my to my job and I never stopped working because I wanted to push forward. Uh, and I used to like drive half an hour crying and then just clean my, my, my tears and just drive back home like nothing happened. And, um, and after that, uh, so I, I finished my treatment with cancer, so I'm uh, having so much headaches still. So, and then I ended up finding uh, a doctor that took my case because a lot of doctors declined it because it's so risky. And I, I ended up uh, going under like 12 brain surgeries. Uh, so they go through the, through, the, through the leg all the way up uh, just to put like annex, which is like a, like a glue to try to, to close all the veins and everything. And they, they did not work out. They ended up closing the whole artery with coil. Uh, like metal uh so yes it was a very very terrifying time uh but i knew the the god was there uh he wanted to give me a second opportunity so to, to god be the glory and then uh, that helped me like build strength uh and then uh just the the perseverance that, that i needed to move forward and that everything's gonna be fine and i have to keep pushing so 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 that's 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 when I I, I decided to leave the firm, even though I was making a really good money. Uh, I think the values of the firm changed a little bit, or, or I changed in my, in my perspective of life. I was like, okay, so I'm not I'm not supposed to be here to work in seven days a week, even though I was making great money. Uh, so it got to be a different way. So that's when I decided to start buying properties, just just uh, uh, making enough income to to cover my whatever I was my W two, and that's where I decided to to do what I'm doing right now. Just try to impact my community and try to bless other people uh, the same way I've been blessing all the time. A lot of people want to unlock their ultimate potential but lack the strategy, support, and stamina necessary to achieve their major goals. They often try to overcome these challenges by trying to do it on their own, causing frustration, fatigue, and eventually failure. We have developed a model for a center life, aka the red pill, to help them bolster their beliefs, gain clarity on their path to success, and provide accountability as they take action on their goals. When they take the red pill, they rapidly accelerate attainment of their goals and begin to experience a life of significance and impact. Want to find out more? Hop over to JeromeMyers.co. Now, let's get back to the episode. Wow. Absolutely amazing. So you're telling me that you build a real estate portfolio on the side of a job where you were working seven days a week while you were fighting cancer. Yes. Well, and my wife helped me, but yes, that, that, that's yes. Yeah. I mean, well, you guys are a team. It's very clear yeah. that, you know, there's the give and take. She's got the vision. You figure out how to get it done. Yeah. So, so like, like uh, it's, it's been different stages. Like we were working, working at the same law firm because I brought him air. I brought her in like my, like my, my, like my assistants. Uh, so in 2015, 
so when I finished all my uh, like cancer in 2012, uh, I started getting surgeries in 2015 for my brain. And then at that time, she said, you know what? I'm tired of this at the law firm. Uh, I'm tired of like, being here, like trying to escape to see my daughters. But when they have a, like, like a presentation at school and everything, so I don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, what are you talking about? We're making good money. Why, why do you want to leave? She said, no, uh, let's, uh, I wanna I want to I wanna try to take, take uh, back my time, my life, because I'm just working here so much. And then I, I, I barely see my daughters. So I said, that's fine. So make a decision. I said, okay, how about if you go? You get your license in New Jersey. That's the market that I am. Uh, and then we started investing. Uh, and then she was uh, the pioneer because she went to a market where they, we didn't know as, as good as they went, they, they went in New York. And that was a great blessing because that's where the numbers make a lot of sense and where most of the properties, small multifamilies are. So, so most of it was a risk because we went from two incomes to one, but it was a well-paid risk. Well, and you guys have figured out how to make it work. Yes. Right? As a team. As a team. And I don't think most people have partners, right? They're married, but they're not actually partners. You yes. guys are partners in everything. So, all right. I know you remember this day. I call this the Red Pill moment. Well, this is going to be actually the moment where you feel like you have to exit. So, that last day, the the straw that broke the camel's back where you said, I'm out of here. What happened? Um, the value of the company, the firm, was like it was growing so apart to my value so i feel like i was uh i wasn't true to myself uh i feel i feel that um the whole purpose for me to be there in the beginning was to help my community impacted and i'm not saying that they would they were doing something wrong it was just i, I outgrow the position and uh and because all those surgeries and everything like when when when, when i had the surgery i have to uh, stay overnight at, at recovering in the hospital so those nights i used to be thinking like Come on! I mean, God give me all the, all the, all this opportunity. to have to do something else. So I was like, I was like not true to myself because I was like, okay, okay so I'm 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 suit up again. I'm making good money. So, but uh, what happened when when you are recovering surgery? You, all, all those uh, conversation with yourself that at least it's time to do something else. So I felt like uh, I have to fulfill fulfill God's uh, uh, path in my life, and and I have to live with purpose. So I feel like. Uh, I was uh, I was I was not doing that if I if I stayed there. So I was like, okay, this is it. It's scary uh, to leave the posi- well-established position with all the different uh, benefits. But I thought uh, if I don't do, I was gonna be regretted for the rest of my life. And and I'm not trying to say it was so easy because leave the W two is hard, but what comes after is harder. Uh, but it was totally worth it. Absolutely right. So let's talk about the upside of that decision to leave because you guys are building the thing, right? You're laying in the bed, he said. I got this, I got more time. I got to make the most of it. I've seen death. I looked it in the face. It's not my time yet. I got work to do. I'm going to help my community. And so you start buying, building your portfolio, and then you start teaching other people. Yes. Tell me more. Yes. So... I've been I've been uh, I've been blessed to meet so many families. Like uh, like I, I met like more than ten thousand families in the last in the, in the ten years I was I was in the, the law firm. I met so many people, and I noticed a pattern. And the pattern is that a lot of kids have, have been raised by themselves because mom and pop working <clears throat> full time, part time. They're working all the time. So I was like, what what was was that happening? Uh, and sometimes as a committee, we don't we don't make. Uh, Smart financial decisions because we don't have the the culture, we don't have the knowledge, or we get advice from the wrong people. So I said, you know what? 
what is the difference between our community and other communities? And I, and I realized it was a lack of information, uh, like, uh, like, like, like TV and radio, is not, they're, they're not there to educate people. They're there just to make money because they're companies. So I was like, how can I share my struggles and my, whatever I, I was able to learn and apply to impact other people's life, knowing that the family is the base of society. And if I can impact the family, I can impact the society. So I, I said, you know what, there's, there's only one way, we just jump all in, and, uh, and, and then I started the project that, I'm, that we're doing right now with the, with the podcast, the mastermind, the, the mentorings, and uh, just be an example, uh, and just be able to show them that there is another way. Uh, as a community, we, we, we think that we have to work really hard because we are, we are hard workers, and, uh, and even when we're little, they said you have to earn the, 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 the bread with the, with the sweat of your front, I mean, the forehead, that you have to earn it. And that's good. I mean, you have to earn it, but it doesn't mean you have to kill yourself physically. You have to, be, like, mentally, you can just uh, invest and, and just multiply and just um, and do it different other ways and, um, and have a better quality of life. So that's why we decided, and listen, it's, it's, a, it's a big challenge. Um, and I think it's worth to do it. And uh, when we see testimonies of, of people that have been listening to us and, and they, they change their life, uh, the decisions they've been making, thanks to the information that we provide to them, either ours or the, our guests or people that we, we, we brought uh, professionals to try to, to teach them something. So that's, that's the best pay of the world. Wow. So why do a podcast in Spanish? Well, uh, it, uh, again, uh, I was doing radio, radio station, radio shows in Spanish for ten years. Okay, so uh, I used to listen to big, bigger packets podcasts for many years when I was commuting and, and uh, to work, and I was when I was in the gym. So I really like the the concept. Uh, one of the hardest part for me to leave the love you too is just leave the radio shows. I, it, it reached the point that I was like. I don't want to leave my. That, that was my show. I built it. I was like, I was, I was the host. So, so I, I didn't want to detach. So one way for me not to detach to be to be to do the radio was have a podcast. So I, I came out with a whole studio. I have all the microphones and everything, lights, in my house, and uh, and I decided, you know, I'm gonna create my own. So I want to do a podcast. Uh, I know my community. Sometimes that, that they are not really used to that concept yet, uh, but little by little, I'm gonna introduce them to, to them and then I think uh, I think the podcast and, and audiobooks impact my life and I think I'm going to be able to try to do the same for them well you're not trying brother <laughs> right you're yeah. doing it yes you're doing it and you're li you're a living example of it you're the real deal so when somebody tunes into your podcast for those folks out there who can keep up with the pace of the Spanish that you guys are you know, me, I got to put it on half speed. I can't put it on one speed or one and a half or two like some people. I got to slow it down in case I need to translate it. What kind of content should they expect? Yeah, well, the, the premise of the podcast is, is family, finances, uh, and uh, real estate, family, and finances. Okay? So it's mainly real estate. But at the end of the day... Uh, it's not about the money, you know. It's more about it's more about like the legacy, about the the, the quality of time. So it's uh, it's real estate related, definitely, because that's our main purpose. But at the same time, we want to impact our family. So when I have a guest on my podcast, uh, so I, I want them to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
I want to, okay, so how do you do whatever you did? Okay, so what were the struggles? How, do, how, how did you get there? So, uh, and what, what are your struggles right now? Because, I mean, we, we always want to go to the next level. We have a different, any, any, any different stage of our life. So, so that's what they can learn, um, they, can, they can expect. Um, and, 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 and something really, really fun I want to share with you. Um, there, there are people that learn Spanish. That using my podcast to practice their, their Spanish that they're learning, and I, because I met people in different con different conference and and I get emails all the time like listen I've been listening to your podcast sometimes I don't get all of it but I, I it, like it, it's training my ear you know so yeah so that that's that, that they can expect that and and I'll and my wife is my co-host so it's funny because we have a different style so I'm, I'm more like data oriented like the I want to like like. Like Tony Robbins style, I want to over over delivering content, and then she's like the balance. She's okay. Let's talk about this. Talk about life. Sometimes, sometimes I, I'm like like a motorcycle, and she slow me down. Okay, okay. So let's talk. About, so uh, it's funny because then I look at her like okay, I'm in, in the middle of the idea. She said, yeah, but I just want to comment this. So so those things. I think it's a nice dynamic, and they will get a lot of knowledge. Uh, like my job, my my goal is not to ent entertain people. My, my goal is for them to take action, to, to learn something that that they're gonna be practical for them. So of course we wanna make it fun so people can listen to it, but hopefully they make action. So dive deeper on the finance and the family part, right? Because I I think a lot of people say they're doing it for their family, but. Most of them are doing it for their ego. So yes. let's let's go down. What should we expect when we hear your podcast and we're talking finance and family? Yeah, that that's true. That's true. Uh, so, sometimes more pe people's motivation is not what they said. Um, but in terms of us, um, I think we we try to like we try to do. We have, like we we when like uh, we have to walk the uh, walk or talk. I think that's what says, they said. Uh, so. We chose ourselves vulnerable. You know, we we, are, we chose ourselves that. I mean, we don't know it all, okay. And uh, we we, we want to make sure that the other people feel identified with that story. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, we are not the only story. That's why we got guests. They have from different backgrounds, from different uh, areas in the country. And for me, it's different countries. I got people from from, uh, from Venezuela, people from uh, Mexico. They they are, they are in their country. People from Spain. So. Yeah, we try to be really honest uh, with people that with talent as it is for us, and at the same time with our, with our guests. Wow, wow. Okay, so you mentioned legacy a couple of times. Yeah. What's the legacy for Carlos? I think the legacy for me, like, uh, uh, when when I went through the cancer and the in the in the, in the um, when I went through the cancer and the brain surgeries, one of my goals was like. If I, if I die, my daughters can go back and listen to my the, 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 the radio shows because I, I try to save them. Da, da, da. And then when I was doing, when I started doing the podcast, the first podcast, I was thinking to, to do it w w with them in mind. When when, I, when they grow older, I know now they don't want to, they, they don't want to hear it. But when they grow older, maybe if I'm, if I, even if I'm still here, if I'm not, they'll be able to listen. Okay, so that was my, my, my dad's values and the, that's what he wants to do in life. And in terms of organization, I'm I, I want to build an organization that can just pass them on to them if they want to take it. And if not, so they can just continue uh, impacting people's lives. I mean, uh, like, especially my community. So uh, I want to I wanna leave this world better than when it came. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and I want to try to, like, um, I think it was Dr. Wayne Dyer. He said, don't die with your music inside of you. So that's what it is. I don't want to die with the music inside of me. So I want to just try to give all the music out. And I said, listen, 
Um, can I do better? Of course, you always can do better. But listen, I think I did uh, as good as good as I could, and uh, as, I, as, as good as, as good as as I was able to. And uh, the people that will remind remind remember me as someone that uh, impacted life in a positive way. So that's the legacy that I want to do. Outstanding. And I, I was gonna wrap up, but you said something, and I got to go dig on it now. Sure. Right. You're a cancer survivor. Yes. Multiple brain surgeries. Twelve. Twelve brain surgeries. What do you do to stay healthy? Uh, that's a great question. I was having a, I was having a conversation with Jamie uh, before, and he was asking me, like, what's because you were not, like, well, he, didn't, he didn't phrase it that word, but he was like, what's because maybe you were not, like, taking care of yourself the right way when you got cancer, or it's because, like, the way you were behaving. I was like, this started the opposite. When I got cancer, I was in the best shape of my life. I was, doing, I was, I was trying to be vegan. I was going to Tony Robbins events every year. I, I was like, I was doing everything that was supposed to be. I wasn't be, uh, like over drinking. I was like faithful with my wife. I'm still are, and I was like, it, it wasn't like, it, like it was a consequence. I was, I was mis uh, taking care of my body. Uh, I think so. He said so. Uh, the, the way I look at, it, I think God was, like, like prepping me for that. Like, I think that mentally and my faith and my body was strong strong enough to go through that mm -hmm. so after that happened uh i know that i have to i'm getting older of course and then i i do have to do as much as i can to try to cultivate my my mind my my, my heart and my body so i'm trying to like eat as healthy as i can like um, um after our uh, previous event in Utah, uh, one of the presenters was a, a nutritional coach, so I started working with him. Uh, I, I tried to work out at least four to five days a week, uh, and I tried to have like a, like 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 a, like a diet that that is, that is sustainable. Um, and then that, that's not all the only health. I want to try to cultivate my faith. Uh, and I'm taking different courses. I'm going to church. I'm doing uh, like preparation and just to, uh, to build my faith. And I, I mentally, I want to try to uh, join this 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 uh, conference. You know, just uh, the, the the material that I consume, the information that I intake. I don't watch TV. Uh, I, I barely watch sports, although I like sports, but. I just don't. I do. I do have the time. I just have. It's not a priority anymore. So I'm trying to cultivate my health in, in all those different aspects, and I think that's that's the base of this organization, the Gobandas, all, all those pillars. So, do you think you would have made such an aggressive adjustment to the way that you earned your income had you not had to go no, through those struggles? No, I, no, I, I, no. I think. I, I, my mindset is, is to be an employee. I think I still are. I, I still wrestle with the mindset because I think I'm a good employee, uh, and I like uh, the, the have the, the confidence and the, the, the certainty of the where the income is coming from. Especially be, that I was in the and in, in the highest peak in, in terms of income of, of status in my career. So I think if I didn't went through all of that, I don't think uh, I would have, I would just take the plug to the way I did it, and I would have regret, regretted like, if I like 10, 20, 30 years passed by. I think I will I will I will be a really an, an unhappy person at the end of that of the journey. But I don't think I think that that opened my eye, especially because it gave me so much time to th to think about that. You know, because all those recovery when I have a before surgery after surgery, I have so much time by my, to be by myself. When you're in the hospital, and you can't sleep at night. There's people, so many people in and out, doctors, lights. So I have so much time to think. So I think that that prepared me to 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 take the move. Otherwise, I think um, I would be in such a great comfort zone that was would be hard for me to say, you know what, I'm just getting out because there's no reason for me to get out. 
So, but, no, but, but then when I said, you know, I'm getting out because I think I have a God gave me a, ch a chance and I, and I have to use whatever he gave me to impact people's lives. So I, that's, a, that's a huge why for me. And the other way around, like, um, I, might, I might be unhappy here, but I'm making a living. I have family to, that I have to support. So why should I go? Wow. I appreciate you being so honest there, right? Because yeah. most people, they can't go there. There's somebody listening right now. They know they need to do something else. They know they do. Yeah, deep inside you know. Deep inside you know. You try to, to convince yourself that no. You know, don't, you know, don't, don't pay attention to the voice. I mean, what are you talking? You're crazy? But deep inside you know. And, and you try to cover it. So you cover it with alcohol. You cover it with uh, different things, you know, because you, you, you have to, like, like uh, feel contented, contented with yourself. Listen, uh, I, I, I need to stay here because of this reason. And at the end of the day, you don't have to. Uh, it, it is easy. No, I, I, I mentioned a couple of times, leave the W2 is the easy part. What comes after uh, the judgment and everything is a little bit harder. But like, at the end of the day, you have to enjoy the journey. Um, and... And I think uh, uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful life, and then you have to be, make the most, make the most out of it. Outstanding, Carlos, you're a dream catcher, brother. Yes. You're a dream catcher. You're an implementer, right? You you make things that conceptualize in your mind show up in the physical, and for that, I appreciate you, and I'm grateful for you, and I'm so glad that you made it through those tough times, and you were willing to share those experiences with us today. I really want to thank you for the invitation. It's a pleasure to be here. I love the concept of the show, the name. And something I want to, I want to leave your audience with is that it wasn't easy for me to, to, to be vulnerable and share as, as a Colombian. So, so we, don't want, we want to show that you're strong. Even if you, like, you're dying inside, you want to make sure that you're strong. So be able to open up. And uh, the, the first couple of times I tried to do it, I felt so bad. Like, I mean, why do you want to do that? But then at the end of the day, uh, I had a coach that said, your story is not for you to keep. Your story is for you to share. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Well, you're not trying. <laughs> you're not trying. You gave me goosebumps a few times a day <laughs> looking at the, the conviction in your eye of knowing that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing now and the strength that you had to have in order to get to this place. So the final question I want to ask you is, what's the one thing you want the listeners to take away from this episode? Just follow your dreams, dream catcher. You follow your dreams, um, and just take the next step. I think it was Martin Luther King who said, you don't have to see the whole staircase. You have to see the first step. And don't overthink it. Like, sometimes you have to make sure that you know all the things, and that I'm still going through that so just take the next the next step in faith and to God be the glory you have the faith and pray and if you got if it God's plan for you to go that way things are gonna work out beautiful Carlos thank you so much for being so generous with your time today no it's a pleasure and I hope we'll do it again and uh, it's a pleasure to meet you awesome to the listeners your dreams should be real we'll talk to you on the next episode thank you for joining the tribe today we would love to hear from you Please don't forget to rate, like, and share. Perhaps someone you know could benefit from what we've discussed. Until the next time, remember that your dreams should be real.